In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... It's one person coming in from China. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will gonna all be great. We're going to be so good. This is a pandemic. The Betches Sup Podcast. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hello, and welcome to the Sup Daily CoronaCast. I'm Amanda Duerman, and the CoronaCast is your daily rundown of all the latest news on COVID-19, how we're getting through it, and just how close we are to ending this crisis. Today, we're so thrilled to be here with Senator Tammy Duckworth, the senator from Illinois. Thank you so, so much for joining us today, Senator Duckworth. We're so excited. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be on, and you're here with me and my two-year-old. So Awesome. Hello. Great. I'm sure she has a lot of crucial insight in how federal relief dollars should be allotted. More toys, I suspect. Yes, and, and, and uh, Hershey's chocolate candy bars. She, I introduced her to s'mores the other day. Bad, oh, how bad did decision. that go? Bad decision. I mean, I mean, amazing, but that's all she wants to eat now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, did you leave the marshmallows in front of her to see if she would take them first, or did you, she just get the s'more? You know what? No, I, I, she shot, I put them together in front of her, but now she yeah. knows that I keep all of those things in an upper cabinet. So she's been dragging me <laughs> to the dining room table chairs and climbing on top, trying to oh get to goodness. them. Oh, my goodness. Adorable. She's got a yeah. bright future. Yeah. Um, I hope you had a safe and, and restful Memorial Day. You're a retired lieutenant colonel. Um, I'm sure it's an intense day for you. I hope you got to have some, some peace and enjoy the weather. I did. I very much enjoyed the weather, and, and I, I spent the day thinking about my – my buddies who didn't make it home from Iraq and, and you yeah. know, all of the folks in Illinois that I, you know, as a, as a congressman and then as a, uh, you know, before that as, as a assistant secretary of veterans affairs, I, I was there for the farewell ceremony for a lot of units that were being deployed wow. to Iraq. And then those same units didn't come home with everyone. So mm-hmm. I, I spent Memorial day celebrating my friends and my, the fact that I'm home with my loved ones, but also remembering those who did not make it home. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know I speak for our entire team and our audience when we say we could not be more grateful for your, your service and your sacrifice. Um, getting into to today, on our podcast, we focus a lot on issues of importance to millennial women. Many millennial women are in their 20s and 30s. A lot of people I know are starting families this year. And I read that you heard from your constituents about a specific issue in the CARES Act that was preventing people with newborns from accessing relief during the pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit about this new newborn loophole, how you're addressing it, and how you heard about it? Yes. So the CARES Act um, actually, uh, you know, provided the stimulus payments to everyone. Everybody got the $1,200, and you got another $500 per dependent child, uh, uh, 17 and under, in your family. Um, But because it's based on the tax year, um, and it was based on the 2019 tax year, babies that were born in 2020 um, would not be their pa- families would not be eligible for the five hundred dollar per dependent child until mm-hmm. uh, you file your twenty twenty taxes, which would be in April of twenty twenty one. Which is not a lot of help if you have been laid off. Um, you know, if you are home on maternity leave and your spouse just got laid off from their job, um, you need to buy diapers and formula and, and all of that now. You need that five hundred bucks now. 
And so we included in this next CARES package that we are negotiating right now, um, a fix to that so that all of the families who have children who were born in 2020 would be able to claim their $500, um, uh, $500 payment this year, not have to wait till 2021. And it was something that we heard, it was several things. One, we heard about it from um, uh, some constituents who reached out and said, hey, how come I can't get this? Uh, for my child who was born this year. Oh, but it's because as far as the IRS is concerned, that child doesn't exist yeah. until you file your taxes next year. Um, although they very much are, exist in your house because they're keeping you up and waking you yeah. up every two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to, you know, you, you have to buy the diapers, right? Yeah. And that's expensive. Um, uh, but then also I have several of my staff members who are millennials who um, have had babies this year mm-hmm. um, who said, hey, did you know this? And, and so... Um, uh, we went ahead and, and, and did the deep dive and realized that this was a problem in, in oh. the way the language was written. And, and so we immediately wrote the fix and um, are very pleased that we've got bipartisan support for it. Wow. Yeah, that's wonderful. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. How do you sort of weigh the urgency of getting money out the door into families' hands who desperately need it with ensuring loopholes like this don't undermine those efforts? We've also heard about some issues with um, how the Small Business Administration loans were going out. So how do you weigh those when, you, when you're when you thinking about 
when you're just doing your, your day-to-day job, how do you weigh those two things? Well, we're pushed to get those. Uh, the, the most important thing is to get the money out of uh, the door um, sure. in the best way that you can. And of course, then you work with the administration to try to fix some of these problems. A lot of this stuff, could actually be done via rulemaking within the Trump administration. Unfortunately, they have not been very well organized <laughs> with anything to do with this pandemic, yeah. um, with the SBA, with many of these agencies, which is why I felt it was important to actually write legislation to fix it so that it would be clear and we wouldn't be dependent on um, the bureaucracy to do the right thing. Uh, and so that's why it was important to me because I wanted to make sure we fixed the problem. Yeah. Uh, the, the bureaucracy will eventually do the right thing. But as I said before, you know, you need the money. The families need that money now. And they, they don't have time to wait for bureaucracy to, to figure things out, which is why I went ahead and wrote the legislation. I did that for this bill. I also have done it for another loophole that happened in the bill that has to do with the Small Business Administration itself. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so that has to do with the 7A small business loan program, which provides funding for um, uh, small businesses to access capital. And okay. un- it was inadvertently tied to the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, which would end uh, uh, when the money ran out for under the CARES Act. But that program, the 7A program, had more money. And so we didn't want that program to end yeah. just because the CARES Act had run out of money. And so we, we wrote legislation that's, that's now pending passage as well. Great. So you became the first senator to give birth while in office in 2018. Uh, you are this, experiencing this pandemic, as you mentioned, as a mother to young children, which makes you very unique in the Senate, frankly. Uh, the average age there is about 60. How does your day-to-day experience inform your approach to policymaking when it comes to providing Americans relief during the pandemic? It's a perfect backtrack for the question. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just trying to, I, my priority are working families across this country. Um, I, and, and they're struggling right now, you know, I, but I've lived this, I, I live this right now. You know, I, in my household, I have my, I'm like many Gen X women. I'm not millennial. I'm, I'm a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. And like so many Gen Xers, I am responsible for an elderly parent. My 79 year old mom lives with me, but I have two children under the age of five. Um, and so trying to hold it all together with the school's clothes, my five-year-old is home. I'm trying to pre, you know, I'm trying to homeschool my daughter and do my job. Um, and I have to be back at work. So I don't have a daycare that I can drop my daughters off to because all the daycares are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I spent this morning taking my mom to the hospital to prepare her for you know, knee replacement surgery. Oh, so wow. I, I'm trying to juggle just like every other Gen X mom out there that's trying to juggle things. And so in many ways, it makes me a better legislator. And I think it makes me a better senator because I'm living and facing the same challenges that other working families are facing without the privilege that I have as a U.S. Senator. I recognize that I have a lot of privilege. And, and so I have resources and the capability to affect my own schedule where someone who works for somebody else can't affect their own, you know, can't, can't you know, say, you know what, I'm going to not take that meeting because I actually have to go do this for my daughter today. Um, a lot of folks don't have that privilege. And so I get it. Because I say, wow, I'm having a tough time and I'm barely holding it together and I have the privilege to, you know, um, what is it like for a working mom who maybe is a single mom who has, you know, who's been deemed an essential worker and yet she's worried that her 10-year-old child 
is falling behind in school because she can't be home to homeschool as well. So you're someone who you, you mentioned our essential workers. You're someone who obviously knows a great deal about serving your country. What do you think America owes its essential workers after the pandemic subsides, assuming that happens in the next few years? Well, I think America, number one, owes the, our essential workers all of the equipment that they need to do their jobs, all the protective equipment that they need, all of the testing that they need. We are not providing that yet. And then post-pandemic, I am actually um, co-sponsoring legislation called the Heroes Fund Act, which will set up a fund for um, uh, uh, the families of uh, those who have been, uh, uh, you know, exposed to COVID-19 and become infected as a result of their employment. And God forbid, should they lose their lives because of this pandemic, because they were an essential worker, that there would be a fund to compensate and and help provide their family members. Um, and so uh, much like we did for the 9-11 uh, Heroes Fund. So we're working on that to try to get that included in the next um, CARES Act as well. Yeah. We've also called upon our National Guards, uh, Guard servicemen and women to assist in this pandemic response. Uh, can you talk, I believe you're also working to ensure that they are protected and supported now and in the future as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So what's happening with the National Guard is that President Trump recently made a decision that he would cut off the orders for National Guardsmen um, so that they would not so they would they would only serve 89 days on active duty status, which is called Title 32, um, as opposed to the full 90 days Um, at the 90 day mark. You get all sorts of additional benefits um, like enhanced GI Bill benefits, um, as well as uh, retirement benefits. Um, and so by um, very cynically cutting off yeah. their orders at the 89-day mark, it leaves them literally 24 hours short of additional benefits that they would have received should they ha- be allowed to serve the 90 days. So I have written legislation um, uh, that will uh, extend that status so that National Guardsmen um, will be able to serve whatever their time of duty is, plus an additional 30 days so that they can transition back to their uh, normal uh, everyday civilian lives. Imagine serving um, 89 days, getting cut off, you don't get the benefits, and now you have to do your 14-day quarantine because they all have to do 14-day quarantine um, right. on your own time. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah. uh, we, we, we are asking our national, we've already asked our National Guardsmen to step forward and become essential workers uh, for this pandemic and then to cut them off and not even allow them 14 days to quarantine, um, I think is cynical at best. Yeah, absolutely. And my last question for you is, I'm curious if you have any concerns about the upcoming election. There's obviously been a lot of efforts to expand vote by mail, and some of those efforts are being um, undermined by the president himself. Um, Are you working with some of your colleagues to ensure that people can actually exercise their right to vote in 2020? What are you looking at to, to sort of feel comfortable with that election moving forward? Well, I very much so am um, vote, uh, working very hard with my colleagues to expand vote by mail. It's very, you know, it's very ironic that the president actually votes by mail. I know. And so for him to vote by mail, but then deny access to vote by mail to other folks, um, uh, especially to veterans, um, you know, for me is really troubling for the commander in chief of our nation. Um, you know, I voted by mail from Iraq. Uh, in 2004. And so many of our veterans actually vote by mail because they have health issues from their military service. Um, 
uh, uh, they have respiratory illnesses that make them especially vulnerable to COVID-19 or they are in veterans' homes. And to deny um, Americans the ability to vote by mail to make it more difficult uh, instead of making it easier for people to exercise their constitutional rights that you know, so many veterans uh, um, and many of those uh, who uh, uh, die defending that right, um, I think is downright un-American. So yes, I am going to be working as hard as I can to expand vote by mail so that all Americans can exercise their constitutional right um, to participate in our, dem in our democracy. Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Senator Duckworth. We will let you go. That was great. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Take care. You too. Enjoy the s'mores. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman, and this is the Betcha Sub Podcast. The Betcha Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. The Sup is created by Sammy Fishbein. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to Sup at Betches.com. Betches.